When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. At Stangy Law Firm, we represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. Castle Massey has got you covered for your holiday shopping. And like we've said, they always take care of their customers because just for you, the Outlander Cast listener, they are offering an increased drumroll, please. 30% off any purchase at CaswellMassey.com, whether it's the finest soaps, goodness gracious, Blake, and I love those soaps, fragrances, or gift sets, they are doing their absolute best to meet your needs. So head to CaswellMassey.com to finish that list that's been calling your name and get a special increased amount of 30% off by using the code OutlanderCast at checkout. Do you feel yourself content? I have all that a man could want. Home. Honorable work. My wife. I'm a side. Good friends. And the knowledge that my son is safe and well cared for. I want no more. All the way from Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to Outlander Cast. It's a podcast dedicated to the show Outlander on Stars. Ladies and gents, hold on to your hats. Hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. But I think just that hat that Murtaugh had, those hats, the hats that this cast is wearing, they are some well-loved hats. <laughs> I'm really appreciating like the detail work of these old-looking hats. Like They've had these hats for years. Hold on to your hats, my friends, because this episode's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Because this episode was a fun one to watch. You know what I'm really happy about? What's that? That Alan? I don't have the measles <laughs> wait first who who are you what are we doing here what do you mean oh hey sorry my name's barry larson my name's blake and i there's <laughs> i'm happy that i don't have the measles either <laughs> gosh you know we just rewatched the episode again yes we've been a little delayed with our episode coming out this week in case you didn't notice sorry about that hashtag parent life and our children were once again up so late again and Blake and I were like what do you want to do and I said let's rewatch it again because that sounds fun and there's only like two little things that I have to cover our little lad's eyes for um <laughs> and goodness gracious Lord John Gray who's generally a vampire you know generally like Edward Cullen levels of pale out loud vampire he looked <laughs> he looked like a normal person with the measles, as much <laughs> as much as I, uh, I I try to get it out of my brain, I can't help but think he's one of the Volturi. Oh, he totally is. He is absolutely one he of the Volturi. Probably went for casting calls for Twilight, and they were like, "You're too white." 
<laughs> You're actually naturally that white. It's you, weird, dude. You are translucent. Go get some vitamin D. No, I'm, it's, in addition to him just being very pale, though, they put on so much like makeup on him. It looks great, but it. Yeah, looked, I wonder how they did the, the 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 actual measles. Like, I feel like they did like a Bob Ross where they where they held, hold the brush and they just flick the brush just bristles. Him, close your eyes. Yeah, <laughs> they just flick close the brush your bristles eyes, da- with David. red paint. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel like. Happened. Makeup department gets major props. I, in I don't this know how episode. they did. It was all over his face and his chest. You know who also gets a lot of red is Murtaugh. They've given him some kind of like rosacea. Yes, they've given him some uh, some some pink cheeks. So mm-hmm. they do a great job. Makeup department is knocking it out of the park. And this isn't makeup like France. This is this is makeup like. Backwoods. Yeah. Digging it. Digging <laughs> it. So uh, before we get into the rest of the show, we want to, of course, welcome you. Hi. Welcome. If you enjoy this podcast and you're not yet subscribed, we totally recommend you do that. And you could do that in any of your podcast apps. You could also find OutlanderCast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all over the place. Just search OutlanderCast. And you can become an official member of the OutlanderCast clan at OutlanderCastClan.com. There you're going to get great benefits and extras this season, like the extra off-air, after-doc podcast episodes. Did I get that right, Blake? You absolutely got it right. Good job, girl. with Maki Mock. Wicked Uh, Pissa. Access to special Outlander cast giveaways, which you'll hear more about at the end of this episode. Free swag. And we also want you to know that we have a very special announcement. Very special announcement. Drum roll again. Uh, Two drum rolls in like five minutes. I know. So we last year had a finale party. For season three, and guess what? This year we are having a another finale party. And it's happening on January twenty seventh. It's a Sunday, and it's going to be in Rhode Island. That's right. It's going to be in Rhode Island again. Uh, The details for the event are still being worked out. Uh, They are they're they're going to be announced very soon. But I want everybody listening to this podcast know that. Save the date, kiddo. Save the date. Hold so on, Sunday, hold on to your butts. January twenty seventh. We would love for you to come on up. Our the closest airport is TF Green Airport, right here in Rhode Island. It's actually like seven minutes from our house. If you want right. to be totally creepy, <laughs> hey Mary Blake, you can wave as you're as you're landing. That's what I would do. So uh, we want you to just <laughs> we want you to start making your plans because we want you to come. We had a lot of people last. So year, much fun, and it was so much fun. You ac- you can actually go back on our YouTube. Uh, channel uh, for uh, for Mary and Blake, and you can actually see the whole live podcast. Yes, uh, that we did at the live event with all the people that, that was there. We so, had a, we had about a hundred people there last year, yes. and it was it was amazing. So this event is going to be bigger. We're going to give you a couple of little little tips. Okay, we want you to pencil in the date. We want you to ask your significant other, your fellow Outlander friends, whomever, if they want to come with you to Rhode Island for the weekend of January 27th. So right. once again, the finale is on a Sunday, so you might need to take Monday off from work. Oh, shucks. Oh, shucks. The worst day to take off. Just kidding. Because you're going to be so <laughs> excited about having seen the finale with so many of your friends. There's going to be a lot of great things going on at this party. Um, we are going to be having more of you there, and we're going to have more details for you very, very soon. But we want you to get kind of things laid out. So right. if you have to ask your partner, hey... Can I skedaddle? Do you want to come with me? Because if not, I've got some girlfriends. I've got some guy friends. I just got some Outlander friends who I want to meet up with. 
in the tiniest state of the nation. That's right. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be having a, a massive part. Well, not a massive party. It's it, there's gonna be a significant amount more people there. We're gonna be having the finale. We're gonna be having food. We're gonna have be having drink, uh, music, uh, and just a general merriment. Of the, we'll the watch the finale kind. together and then do a live podcast with you all That's after. Right. So mark those dates. Get ready. We will be having the announcement with ticket sales available in the Outlander Cast Clan very shortly. Yeah, very very soon. Uh, actually, the uh, the members over at the OutlanderCastClan.com are going to get the first pass mm-hmm. over uh, the tickets when they are released. So if you want your you know, guarantee, well, not a guarantee, but pretty much a guarantee that you're going to yeah. get a, a ticket to this event because it's going to sell out and it's going to sell out very quick like the last one did. Make sure you become a member because they are going to get the first lick at those tickets. That's so right. I'm, I'm super excited Oh my excited gosh, I love that it. announcement. I hope you're excited too, guys. It's January 27th, excited. guys. Remember that. We January 27th right. so in Rhode Island. Let's get into this episode. more about Blood of My Blood. Well, this episode is called Blood of My Blood. Thank you for doing my job. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and uh, obviously it's a reference to what Jamie has talked about uh, when he was saying that son of, he's my blood and uh, I, I have his blood, so take my blood. It's a reference to both Jamie and... Ugh, just and, so much blood. Gross. And, Stop and, it. And Stop it. The writer, was, <laughs> the writer was Shana Fuel or Fuel. I... I apologize, Shayna. I know I, I, if you're a listener, I, I, I'm messing your last name up. Uh, I couldn't find its pronunciation on the internet. So uh, usually I'm a huge stickler about that. He does. Uh, he literally like finds YouTube videos where these people get interviewed or whatever. Yeah. And practices their name. So I apologize <laughs> if you're a listener and I screwed your name up. Um, and the reason why, I because I, I don't know you. <laughs> and uh, you're actually a relatively new writer. Yes. Uh, starting, you know, not... Uh, the, her first uh, assignments began really like in the 2004 2005 range mm-hmm. she actually has a very big Twitter presence so if you want to speak to Shana you can just go to Twitter uh, the, the twitter.com and uh, and uh, look up look her up uh, she wrote on one tree Hill that show mm-hmm. she also wrote on the client list and another show called guilt uh, this is her first episode of Outlander the director was Denise Denovi who actually directed the previous episode, Savages, and the DP was Alistair Walker. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so it's time for the kilt rating for this episode, Blood of My Blood. This already is one of the two episodes that I've rewatched the most for the season. I really dig these past two episodes. This one gets a 4.8. Which, you know, it's not a five, okay? Yeah, I know I'm wondering it's not a why five. you don't have a five. Usually you're throwing fives around like Oprah. What are we doing here? You want to know why? Yeah, I do. Because stars dropped the ball last week, as they did this week, with their trailer for this week. So they just let the cat out of the bag last week at the end of the show. Before you get to the little um, Meryl, Matt Roberts discussion, not about Carrot this past week, by the way. Thank <laughs> God. I love you, Carrot, but you know, 
you had enough time. Calm down. Calm down with the carrot. So, <laughs> you know, they have this like coming up next week at Outlander, which completely spoiled this week. Like it completely spoiled it. Blake and I have been watching the trailers for the next week each time. Mm-hmm. And then this one, it's like, Lord John Gray shows up. So does Willie. And you're like, what? Yeah, I feel like, you know, seeing the episode now. Yes. It'd be kind of hard to make a trailer without just going all in on Lord John and Willie. But I, last week when I saw this, I thought, okay, maybe Brown is going to be coming. Maybe this is going to, maybe we're going to have a little other thing. Maybe they kept something out. You know, this is like when your dad and your mom see you getting ready and you're 16 years old and they go, let the mystery be. Okay. (laughs) Can you wear a longer skirt? Let the mystery be. (laughs) Please. That is a great leftovers Please. reference. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. So, because pretty much this entire plot was Let shown to us be. book readers, aside from the little extra bits that Murtaugh brought in, um, and you know there were there were changes. I will admit that there were changes, but my four point eight honestly has lost points because. They showed all the goods. What is the whole thing? Like, why buy the pet cow when you can get the milk for free? Okay. Sure, yeah. That's pretty much what last week's spoiler was, so I brought it down two <laughs> points. How about you, Blake? Point two points. Yes, which uh, is pretty much the equivalent of two points when it comes to my scale. Just for you, the the uh, the listener, uh, we... We? Uh, well, I what? stopped watching the... <laughs> uh, the 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 next uh, what's happening next week yes. trailers because the, because, because last week of this it. last week uh, so I told him he no longer can watch the trailers we're back to the non-trailer watching yeah so I, I'm I a little s- sad about it I will say though because there's been a little confusion in the Outlander cast clan gathering mm-hmm. that this is a gray area that discussions about the trailer are going to be happening okay ah, okay and I'm telling you this because. Um, stars put it out there. All right. So we, we have a very clear rules in the Outlander cast clan gathering that we do not spoil past what the show has shown. But in my opinion, stars has shown this. Okay. They let it out. So if, if you got spoiled last week by the Lord John Gray Willie thing that stars aired, please let stars know that they should probably reformulate their trailers because the trailer that they had this week, which I will discuss at the end of this episode because Blake hasn't watched it, probably will show up in some conversations in the Wait, Outlander How are you going to talk gathering. about it if I'm here? <sighs> <laughs> I don't right. think you're going to be able to Never talk mind. about it. You're right. You're right, fam. Well, maybe... You know what? How about this? What? How about this? After we record this episode... Uh-huh. You're going to watch the little trailer, and then we'll do the thing together. I just want you to go through this episode All right. and have your All right. outlandish okay. theories. Okay. Because it's not terrible. It's not terrible, but they're completely like, here's something, here's another thing, and here's another thing. And okay. I would rather you get through this podcast episode not knowing those I'm, three I'm, things. I'm on that track. Okay, cool. Uh, so you all could do the same thing as well, if you'd like. <laughs> all right. So for me, uh, you know, I, I saw lots of fives. Fives everywhere from everybody. Uh, on this episode, and I liked this episode. I thought it was good. I mm-hmm. thought it, I thought it was I thought it was good. So I kind of want to pump the brakes here oh. a little bit. I want to pump the brakes here a little bit uh, because we're, we're throwing fives around like. Like this is uh, the battle joined, or this is first wife, <laughs> or uh, this is the garrison commander. And okay. you know what? I want to put a, I want to I want to issue the second calm down of this of this podcast episode. Okay. Calm down. Okay. I'm giving this one a four six five. Four six five. 
Goodness, you are becoming so nitpicky with I, your numbers. Well, listen, I actually quite liked it. I did. I thought it was good. I wasn't bored. I wasn't. I. I, I was. I, I enjoyed seeing the interactions between <laughs> the characters, and it's a nice one-off story that gets wrapped up in a, again, a nice little bow at the end. Especially, you know, the callback at the end with William looking back at Jamie. Oh, yes. You know, very sweet. I didn't cry this time because I cried. Even yeah, in the, like, previously on Outlander, when you see Jamie <laughs> trot away, I cried again. But for me, the stuff with Willie and Jamie was, was just okay. It was okay. And I think that's the, the reason for that is because I just don't have the investment in Willie that I think the show assumes that I have. Do you know what I mean? Um, like if this were Brianna and Jamie were going around the backwoods, I'm and, just going to tell you a dinner fash. And and I'm not saying that I won't get it, but as yeah. of this very moment, I just don't have it. I'll say this: the show, the, the episode was incredible, all the way through the dinner conversation, all the way up till Myrta left, and then. They and then they even have the uh, the chess match between 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 Jamie and Lord John, all fantastic. Truly, but then Lord John gets sick, and Jamie and Willie go off and do their own thing, and then we have Lord John and, and Claire, which I I thought this conversation w- was was pretty damn good. Um, but I, yeah, it's kind of the the Jamie and Willie stuff that kind of brought it down okay. for me. Okay, all right, um, all right. Well, let's then right. get into our GBG so all you right. can discuss a little further. Yes. Okay, our goods, our get bads, and our greats. My good was the title card, which is a fun little reference for book fans. Okay. Something that they did not weave into this episode, and obviously will not be happening because they referenced it in a title card. Something about a snake. Uh huh. Did somebody get bit? From in the toilet? No, I just like freak out. So oh, okay. Don't worry about it. See, I thought yeah. it was more of a reference to... It's with Ian and Willie, and it's like this whole little thing. Okay. Um, so, I, th- I thought it was a reference to the to the snake that I think that as a Jamie show watcher, carved. that's what they made... Sh- yeah, I'm. I, that's how you're able to be as a show watcher. But yes. as a book reader, we were like, oh, high five, guys. Okay. So my bad... Whew. Okay. Listen... Pulling off leeches to keep them for bruises. Disgusting. I am so glad that that is not something that is done nowadays because I bruise easily. I mean, I bruise so easily that I've actually had to have my blood tested to make sure something wasn't wrong with me. You look at Mary, if she Claire bruises. If Fraser was around me, she'd be like, Mary, Mary, come on over. I've got something to fix that. She would have covered me in those dang leeches. So disgusting. And just seeing the idea of like pulling them off. Mary would just have a constant barrage of leeches on her. Okay, so that was like my silly bad. My actual bad for this episode was when Murta says to Jamie, sometime you could tell me about his mother, unless that's a secret as well. Oh, yes. Burned by Murta. Oh, boom, roasted. And I wanted Jamie just to be like, I'll tell you right now, best friend. Like I just wanted him to like hold him and be like, I'm so sorry that so much has happened, but I love you. Don't be mad at me. That's all I wanted Jamie to do, and he didn't do that shame jamie why were you not a little like <laughs> don't leave Murta. i love you okay am i great tubby time oh tubby time tubby time with okay. the with the with the toe point oh my gosh we were gonna talk about the tubby time the, because as much as i love tubby time I've got some things that I need you guys to pay attention to next time with the tubby time because you're not going to be able to unsee us. 
or well, unhear it. Yeah. What was the thing that we pointed out about um, before that like people couldn't unsee? Wasn't it like Jamie? It was, when Jamie, was, it was Jamie's uh, Adam's apple. Yeah. I've got, it's going to be another one of those. So if you didn't like the Adam's apple thing when he was trying to breathe, this is going to be that for you. <laughs> We're going to have another one for you. We're going to have another one because I can't unsee it. We're on uh, here. All right. How about you? What was your GBG? We're taking so long. We got to quicken this up. I know. My good was the single tear from David Berry <sighs> as he said that he was born this way as well. Baby, I was born this way. <laughs> uh, that, I thought that was a fantastic delivery. I, I was wondering why they were lingering on him and that shot for, for so long. And all of a mm-hmm. sudden he says, as was I. Um, you know, just just a, a great bit of acting, and I just loved seeing that single tear come down. My bad was actually a tie. Uh, there's what there's the scene when Jamie is searching for Willie after he wakes up in the morning, and he eventually sees that Willie's down by the river, and he's caught a fish. Well, bef- right before uh, he finds Willie, and he sees the markings uh, on the tree. There's this really, really bad lighting that it looks like it's supposed to double as like the rising sunlight. Hmm. And it's it's like the the sun and it's like very yellow. It's okay. like it's it's awkwardly yellow. Yeah. Um and uh it's like it's going up against the trees, and it appears like that the light that is shining this yellow light that's supposed to double as the sunlight. <laughs> Uh, was like really close to Sam and really close on set. So his his shadow was was very sharp on those trees. Mm-hmm. And you know, like you can tell the difference between like like you know filament light and actual sunlight, how the shadow works. And because of that, I was just like, it looked like a cheap horror movie. The way that the lighting Ooh, worked. Oh, I gotcha. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. Uh, I thought that was I thought that was was really bad. Like, go back and look at it. It's it's not good. And the, the real part, of, like the the not worst good. part about it, I know, is that the actual light from the sun was coming from the other direction. Uh, it was coming coming across the water. So it the, the lighting in this one shot was just so bad. I I don't know what the heck happened. But anyway, but the the real bad, the the real real bad for me. You're so funny because you like notice these things. I'm like, ah, oh, Murta's mad. And you're like, the lighting in this particular moment did not seem like real sunlight. Well, it just stands no, out. I, I know, I know. I just love how different we are. Um, the real bad for me is actually uh, this. There's this bit of writing that happens when Jamie and Willie are on horseback and they're going through. Um, they're going through the woods and all of a sudden they come upon the markings on the trees <laughs> and he says oh this is the this is the marking of you know the the borderland between the Cherokee land and the king's land you must never go beyond these borders and the kid promptly goes beyond the borders it was the, Terrible the, the foreshadowing was yeah. so bad yeah. it was so obvious it was like, dude. They could, couldn't stretch it out. It's not like they could have done this in two different episodes because no. they've been able to foreshadow different things in different seasons and stuff. But you're right for her. Jamie to be like, don't go past this, Willie. Blake like, just sat there and on. went, so Willie's going to go past it. Of like, course. A couple and, of minutes, and they're right? going to get in trouble with the Cherokee. Exactly. And like, that's, it was so bad. Okay. So what was your great? But my great was the dinner time chat. Oh. The dinner time chat was everything in life It for was me. like our holiday dinners with your family. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> yes. You know, oh, my God. You know what I thought when I heard that dinner time chat? What? 
Not great, Bob. He reminded me of that cruise that we took with your family when we got engaged. And, um... And uh, your your mother in law was like trying to tell her son, "Don't join the military." But I'm a military oh my family. God. Oh yes. man. I had a ring on my finger, and I became as bold as Claire, my friends. Oh man, that was. I felt like Claire in this episode. Like I was born this way. I have to speak my truth. <laughs> this 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 was pretty much like the cruise, except I was in a red dress. Oh man! But I, but I, you loved this dinner conversation. I loved the dinner conversation because it shows you exactly where Jamie is having this is having this trouble. It's it's a, a real manifestation, an actual mm-hmm. physical representation. Mm-hmm of the predicament Jamie is in. He yes. has Murta on one side, he has Lord John on the other. He's got Claire doing He's like the, Can everyone tell him lying eyes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, it, it this is good natural story progression. Mm-hmm. This is good natural story uh, character conflict uh, that I really appreciated, and that's why I was saying that this is the best part because we're actually invested in these relationships that are pulling Jamie apart. Yes, uh, and so good because of that. I I'm I'm all about it. All right, speaking about all about, let's get into this recap. Yes. Okay. So first and foremost. <sighs> I need to uh, address the elephant that is not in the room. What's that? We Ian. (laughs) Bye, Ian. (laughs) Bye, Ian. We talked about this last episode, probably the episode before that. Ian just always comes into the picture and then gets shooed away. This episode, he wasn't there at all. This, this, it was so bad. It was. They're like, you know what, Ian? Don't even, don't even show up for work today. They actually don't have enough chairs since Murta's here for dinner. So bye. Oh, bye, Bye, Ian. Ian. So in the books, both Ian and Lord John. Gray get the measles and poor Ian has it worse guys like you're like really nervous for him I mean maybe it's because he's young and he whines a lot but I don't know I think he had a bad go at it but seriously Ian we love you we're giving you high fives please let us know where we can send you letters I don't know if the Cherokee will have anywhere but I just miss Ian he's so precious so we just need to get that out of the way right we love you Ian we hope you come back and we hope you don't get shooed away Right away, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I would I would say that I think not having Ian in this episode is the right choice. Oh, there would have been too many cooks in the kitchen. Too many things going on. Unless he got sick, but then Claire and Lord John Gray, so they were able to have these conversations because Ian was such a mess right. that he was like crying in a corner, like with his head hurting so much, but it would have been very difficult to have this element. So I do appreciate and completely understand why Ian wasn't in it. But it just shows you how little Ian is doing as a character in this first half of this season. Don't, don't y- worry. You could, you could literally erase him I know. <laughs> from, from the show and nothing changes. Well, thing, that's probably how he feels in the family. That's why he wanted to leave Lollybrock. There's so many kids. <laughs> Jenny has a baby every hour. We've seen him. 16 <laughs> kids running around. So, um, does anyone else get really excited? I would love for you to let me know. I would love for you to send us an email, send us a message on Facebook. Let me know I'm not alone. Do you get really excited when you see shots that they use in the opening song? You know, sing me a song. Do you get really excited? Because we got two of those in this episode. We got yes. the tubby time with the milk water. Or mm-hmm. soapy water, but mm-hmm. you know, yep. and and Claire at the river, like ducking, you know, putting her little bucket right. inside the river. Right. So I always get thrilled um, when these bits come up, mm. and so I just want to know if you get excited too. I'm always excited. I know you are always <laughs> excited. All right. You know what gets my it gets me excited is the fact that you know this episode was good. I enjoyed it. 
I enjoyed watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt like an old Outlander episode. Oh, yeah. There was medical stuff. There was love. There was no magic, but I'll forgive them because there was magic a little while ago. Right, but it was, you know, it was it was localized. It was it was very focused on a yes. couple of characters and, you know, it just they, there's sexy time, uh, you know, and there's, you know, like you said there's medical stuff, mm-hmm. there's friends coming in and out, there's there's good moments of laughter, there's good tension. It felt like a, a, an older episode of Outlander. I agree, like a throwback, like a throwback. Right. And the the other thing too is like as as organic as all that is, the most organic part about this whole thing is kind of what you said at the top of this episode, my darling, which is when when Marta says to to Jamie, when you find the time, perhaps you can tell me about his mother. Mm. Unless that's a secret as well. Ugh. And this is the reason why this episode works so well for me because it's telling you right up front, right up front, that there's trouble a brewing. Oh my with gosh! Mirtha. Trouble with a capital T. Oh my god! You don't even know what I'm referencing, do you? No, I don't. Music Man, the musical. I... Trouble with a capital T. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Not. 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 No! Kendra will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. Somebody called me out. Uh, on the uh, for the podcast that I called you a nerd for referencing savages, yet I'm the one who references Hamilton every single episode. <laughs> Truth. So, Thank you. I was like, touche. Okay. Touche. Appreciate that. So, but you're saying that what really worked for you is this added tension now that's going to be that we got to witness at the table. And you know what's so funny is that none of that is in the book. So all of us book readers were pulling out these aspects of the Lord John Gray Claire conversation for him, for example, which is really important. And, and they did such a good job at that. But now this has become like, what was a really nice ice cream cone to like an ice cream sundae. Right. It actually matters. That mattered too. That's what I'm saying is that I think you're belittling. Oh no, no, no. What I mean is like the, it's uh, Myrta just showing up. Isn't him just showing up. Okay. He's not it, it like actually Ian matters. Right now. Yeah, okay. he, you, you, right now, if you erased Murta from the plot, if you erased him from the show, could could it continue to do what it's doing? Maybe. But the, the way, way that, that it's going, it out, the, the way that have laid it they laid it out, it's important. It and, is. And, yes. and that's what I like about it so much. And again, it's a real representation of the the devil and the you know, the angel on mm-hmm. Jamie's shoulder. What do I do? It, th- these are real choices he has to make. Well, and they're lining things up. I mean, that whole conversation, exactly. You saw Claire and Jamie have awkward eyes the whole time. I am surprised that Lord John Gray didn't say something right. afterwards, like when he was sloshed playing chess, <laughs> saying like, hey, so what is going on with your bonkers friend? Right. You know? <laughs> so, But, you know, he mentions this this mansion. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little nervous at what's going to happen to that mansion. I saw people rioting, you know, at River Run. So I'm only wondering what's going to happen to the governor's mansion anytime soon. And mm-hmm. exactly, there is going to be now this conflict between Jamie and Murtaugh, which is a different element, which now has made my favorite ice cream cone now a delicious Sunday that I cannot wait to tune into each one. All of the chocolate more. and peanut butter and oh my God. <laughs> cherries. And All of it. Every single bit. All of it. But before we continue, we want to thank our sponsor real quick. So in addition to the 16 gorgeous fragrances, Castle Massey offers a line of plant-based triple-milled soaps. Each hefty oval lathers... 
beautifully and leaves the skin clean without ever drying it out, making it the perfect soap for all skin types. But not only do they smell pretty, I'm telling you guys, they smell really good. Each soap of a different scent performs differently, so the cucumber and elderflower works to cool and soothe the skin. The lavender works to calm your spirits and your skin, and the verbena works to brighten your skin and your mood. There's all sorts of more. So all of these soaps come in single bars, three cake sets, and in the 12 bar sets, that is called the Year of Soap. Those are those sets. Each bar is made to last one month, but when people get their hands on them, they tend to take more frequent showers. I know I do. With my number not with my number six. You are you are much cleaner now. And in fact, <laughs> when we get our hands on them, that's what we're saying. Like we love these soaps. We love these soaps. We've had friends reach out to us actually, being like, Hey, what kind of things are you loving from Castle Massey? And we're like, The soap. You gotta try the soap. <laughs> we feel so silly talking about soaps, but they're so good. So, of course, to find out more about Castle Massey's beautiful line of soaps and for a special increased discount of 30% off your order for the holidays, please visit caswellmassey.com and enter code OUTLANDERCAST at checkout. You won't be unhappy, guys. I'm no. telling you. Stop wasting your time. Just go get your stuff for the holidays. That's it. <laughs> Just, like, there's no point. Like, I already I already got my dad the gift from Castle Matt. I did. I literally did. I know. It's the best. He's going to dig it because I, I dig it. I, yeah, you do. Okay. So, <laughs> hey. we, need to, we need to talk about a couple of things that I need to discuss that's not even necessarily about the depths of this show and okay. the conflicts. Okay. First and foremost, why does Willie have leeches on his legs when he has socks and shoes on? Well, uh, you know, ever see the movie Stand By Me? I don't remember that one. It's the one with Will Wheaton, young Will Wheaton. Well, just uh, tell me what happens. How well, do leeches get they on get, your dry they, legs? They get in, they get in the swamp and and he and uh, he's he's swimming. He's got, they got all their clothes on. Okay. And uh, they they realize they get out. They got leeches all over them. And uh, and then okay. and then Will Wheaton looks down in his underwear and he pulls out oh, a leech yeah, right off of set. right off right off of. Uh, all set. Right off of Happy Land. Okay, so nonetheless, Willie, who has a brain, should know that he doesn't go wading into the water in his socks and shoes. In fact, his socks look dry. Wait, why is Lord John just leaving Willie by a stream? <laughs> Obviously, this child cannot be trusted, okay? Lord John Gray does not understand that his son needs to be on one of those backpack leashes. Okay? <laughs> like that we because got. Because he was just like, okay, Willie, we're close. You know what? And and Lord John Gray's heart was going, the thumb, the thumb. Jamie's close. Jamie's close. Jamie's close. He was like, bye, Willie. Just don't drown. Just, just get out of here, okay? Just get out. don't drown, Willie. He's, okay. like he's like an older sister with her younger brother. Yes. And Willie's just like, bye, Dad. Sure. And okay, he either goes into the water in his socks and shoes, mm-hmm. which hopefully Willie doesn't. But then again, Willie's supposed to be on a leash because he, obviously he does this again with Jamie. Um, or he went wading into the water, then put his dry socks and shoes on with the leashes still there. I, I just need to get it off my chest. I assume that it's something that they like messed up while they were filming and they were just like, oh, yeah, don't put his bare feet on there. People have feet problems you know like i don't i have no idea so let me know do you think he went in the water with his socks and shoes because if so then people need to keep an even closer eye on willie than we think because he's capable of stuff that i didn't even know was possible listen, listen <laughs> the the <laughs> can't even handle this little it's Lord. like that gif of the kid where it's like you leave your kid for 0.1 seconds and it's like the soap and everything all over yeah. him and all over the yeah. the mirror and that's willie but he's supposed to be like 10 or 11 uh, yeah. like willie the doesn't matter. Listen to directions. <laughs> Look at this tree, Willie. Don't go past this tree. 
Look what I did, Mac. Oh my god, it's I got a fish. And at first when I saw it, I thought he was like, Look what I found. Like I feel like the the Cherokee just killed that fish with their spear. Yeah. And he was just like, like, Oh my god, I found Mac. (laughs) You know, Jamie, whatever he wants to call him now. Anyway, People need to, as I said, Willie needs a backpack leash. I'm not judging. I have them for my children, guys. I'm speaking from experience. I want to send Lord John Gray an Amazon gift card and make sure that Willie's taken care of. Anyway, the other thing that I want to uh, address, why does the tub have towels all over it? Because I don't know about you, but if I have a towel hanging over the edge of my tub, the towel will soak up the water. And then the whole entire towel's wet. So one idea I thought of maybe was maybe it's cold. The, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Is like maybe the tubby's cold. So this was just an easy way. I love how you're calling it tubby the whole time. I've been waiting for this tubby scene. Um, maybe <laughs> the tubby's cold. And maybe this is how you you know kill two birds with one stone. Maybe they then just wash the towels in the bath water after or something. Mm-hmm. But I would love for you. If anyone knows historically why you just wrap these towels around the tubby, like what's going on? I don't know. Maybe they're all soaking wet. Maybe the copper is it? Was it a copper tub? Maybe I, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't know. And okay, can we do that? Can we do this now? Sure. But you can't unsee, guys. Oh yes. And you can't unhear. Do you have the clip? Uh, no. Okay. Hold on one you'll uh, add it in post. You'll no, no, do, no, no. I'll, I'll, get right I'll get it right now. I'll get. I'll get it right now. I'll talk. So first, I want you to admire Katrina Baus' toe point. As she is lifted out of this tub, because I'm going to be straight with you. If Blake ever tried to pull me out of a tub, it would not be that graceful. <laughs> You'd see all the happy place. You know, it, it would just be, it would be a mess. You would think Mary is pretty much the equivalent of a wet cat scrambling around. So here's what I want you to look at. Katrina Balfe, gently lifted out of the tub. And you can tell the director said, toe point. And she automatically points her toes down like she's a little dancer or some kind of like super duper yoga move, you know, when they're like, don't flex, point, and you're like, point your toes. That's what she does beautifully. But it's like, (laughs) no one would actually do that. And then he's picking her up, bringing her to the bed, and then she has like one or two seconds of real feet, and then toe point. Because it's very dainty, it's very feminine, it's very like angular. So you need to check out the toe points. The other thing that I would like you to... uh, enjoy during the tubby scene because you know you can never watch that scene too many times is this series of grunting and moaning that happens you know what i'm talking about yeah i got i got it right here you ready yeah so the scene is jamie is pouring the water over claire okay and this is this is what happens Now, the reason that we played that for you, because you were like, is this a barnyard? What's going on? Is the first, there are three grunts. There are three sets of it. The first and the third sound exactly the same. Blake's going to play it for you one more time. The first and third sound exactly the same. The second has a little bit of an improvisation to it, but we're pretty sure that they just used the sound clip twice. Here it is again. Ready? One. Two. Three. <laughs> that, again, that is unedited. That That is what happens in the show. I didn't touch that up at all. That no? was like 15 seconds of pure grunting. That's it. Just, uh, Yep. 
Yeah, just go back. Like, I don't care about the grunting. To be honest, it's very realistic. It's, it's you know, I'm fine with it. But the fact that the first no, they just and use, third... Yeah, they just use the same exact sound. ...is a little comical. So I hope that you still enjoy the tubby scene. I would love to know why the towels are there. And please let me know what you think about the toe point and the grunts. Right. And, you know, as much as we're making fun of that little part, I mean, it was sexy. It was, it was so beautiful. It was good. And he gives her a ring. And this ring is just so meaningful. So things unfolded differently in the books I've told you this that things are different with the ring situation in the right, books right. Um, so this ring A is is beautiful and stunning but the fact that also Murtump got to make it mm-hmm. how it's really unique and special and from the candlestick that was his mother's yes. you know like that was just, just beautiful stuff yeah so it just has all these extra moments of um that, that Claire can reflect upon. And, you know, Myrta has a special place in Claire's heart because he is one of two people who in this time period know her truth. Right. Yeah. And I really love, I love that. I love that too. And one of the things that I really loved about this episode as well, and, and this is why I uh, we played the sound clip at the beginning of this episode, the one that we did, is because something happens in, in this particular episode that is very un-Outlander-like. Um, you know, Outlander for the most part is, is pretty in your face with what it's trying to tell you, mm-hmm. and it doesn't hold your hand. It, it doesn't. What they want you to know, for the most part, they're going to tell you, they're going to show you, and they're going to hold your hand through it yeah. for the most part. And as much as I liked seeing the stuff with Lord John and and Claire and even Myrta and everybody at the dinner table, what I realized as I was watching this episode is that. This this is really about Jamie. This whole episode, everything about it, um, and it's about his relationships that he has, and more specifically, the fact that he's never raised any of his kids. Isn't that so sad? And he must be so sad. He must be so sad. But the show doesn't tell you that. What they're doing is there, and and this is why I liked this portion so much is because. What they're doing is they're telling you one thing, right? There's this part where Lord John asks Jamie, "Are you happy?" Like, and 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 Jamie says, "Yeah, I I have everything. I my wife. I have good friends. I, I I can't ask for anything more." Yet he's looking at Willie, and he's spelling spending all of this time with Willie, and you realize that not only did he not have anything to do with Willie, and even though he may look like Jamie. You know, as Claire suggests, and even though Brianna is around somewhere, Jamie's really had nothing to do with them. Lord John is much more Willie's father than Jamie is. Just because he may share blood with him doesn't mean that he's, you know, um, there's this great line in Guardians of the Galaxy, too. Um, when, if, you know, the, you know, if, spoiler alert, you know, when, when, when uh, Star Lord is is there with uh, the guy at the end, and he's like, you know, he's talking about Kurt Russell, and he's like, you know, he may have been your father, but he wasn't your daddy, you know. And I just, Jamie may be Willie's father, but he's not his daddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I find that very sad. Mm-hmm. And I find that I don't know how Jamie is able to live with that. Um, I mean, he knows that his son's being cared for by Lord John, and, and that's a benefit, obviously. But I, I just, it's just a, it, it was one of those really good subtext things that Outlander hasn't really done. 
it really just it doesn't do that kind of thing. And well, I would disagree. I think that they do a lot. It's just maybe that this is one that you've picked up on. Uh, maybe, maybe. I mean, I, I I'm willing to I'm willing to allow for that. Um, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. Oh, by the way, am I supposed to? I'm not supposed to take it that Willie. Or, or that Jamie now has this big super confession to Willie that he's his dad, right? Like, I'm not supposed to take it that there this was this enlightening moment no, between the no. two. Okay, great. Willie, you're supposed to take it at face value, you know, that... Th- that Willie really thinks that Jamie was just doing that just to save his hide. Correct. Okay, all right, good. Because, you know... I, if if that were the case, I would have been a little upset <laughs> if 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 I had to take it that way. Um, but you know, the conversation between the two is, is a special one, talking about not looking back and looking back and 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 having the the hope that they're going to see each other in the future. Uh, something I think that is very special. And by the way, as Willie is riding away, uh, Jamie does speak in in the Gaelic, and and from here, uh, I guess one of the consultants that uh, works on on Outlander, uh, and this is a good assist from Donna Antaramy. And so, Donna, thank you for sending thank this you, to Donna. me. I guess Jamie says in Gaelic, "Good on you, big man." Um, you know, as 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 Willie uh, rides turns away. his head, yes. unlike Jamie did. Yes. Oh, I love it! All right, so it is now time for the Outlander cast staff thought of the week. And this one comes all the way from Denise, who uh, is a. Great help on the Outlander cast staff. Thank you so much, Denise. We love Denise. Take it away. Hey, guys. This is Denise. And today we're talking episode 406 of Outlander, Blood of My Blood. Wait, 406? That means by the next episode, we are over halfway done with the season. So Outlander goes. Kind of like watching your kids grow up. Where does the time go? I want to start with that title card. I am so glad that there was actually no corresponding scene where that happens. A snake fan, I am not, and I'm glad we didn't have to live through that. We first see the clavicles, uh, I mean Jamie's open shirt, and we're led to believe it's somewhat warm, but then we see Lord John Gray jump off of his horse in all of his Lord John Gray swag. What about those boots? And we realize it is actually quite cold. Now, it's cold here in Ohio as we watch, and all I kept thinking was, there was no way you'd see me out planing wood without at least a jacket on. In fact, this whole episode, as I watched Buried Under My Blankets, all I could think was, most days, I'm sure glad my job has me inside. The cast looks so cold. I mean, did you see Duncan's cheeks? And yet they powered through. David Barry continues to deliver his Lord John Gray. He is not what I imagined, but the casting department has done it again. The way he carries himself, the way he wears that long coat, the boots, the buckles... The cool rags on his sickbed. His dialogue with both Jamie and Claire is so touching, and the way he delivers it, it makes him human. But Murtaugh, what are we doing here? We all love this character so much. In his conflict with Lord John Gray, in the political and personal aspects both, makes things so awkward. He is on the opposing side in both instances. Now, I know there needs to be a conflict, but I don't buy the relationship that he and Jamie are showing on screen. I mean, he's his godfather, for goodness sakes. I love seeing him on Fraser's Ridge, and I would like for him to stay a while. I'm just afraid it won't be for very long. 
Little Willie, I mean Master William. I'm so glad that he recognizes Jamie, that they get some father and son time. And when he looks back as he's leaving, it's priceless, really. Top that off with a fantastic score in the background, thanks, Bear, and it was cinematic. I seriously, seriously looked at the time because I thought the episode was over. I continue to have questions, practical questions about some of the choices. The biggest one for this episode was, why the heck did Jamie and Claire have to sleep outside? I mean, isn't that a two-story B&B? We've established how cold it was. There had to be somewhere for them to sleep inside that cabin. Not my choice. Another question was why all the hype about Claire caring or not caring for Lord John Gray. Leading into the episode, I read the synopsis. There is a question if Claire will perform her doctorly duties and care for Gray despite her feelings. And really, it was only one line and Claire says, I'll look after him. That's it? All the hype and all I get is, I'll look after him? But let's get to the end. One of the best endings in all of Outlander, in my opinion. I mean, I'm usually a shower girl, but if baths are like that one, pass the bath bombs. And the ring? The ring. All of the wrongs that have been done in the past seasons are being made right. This actually made me squeal out loud a little. And I don't squeal. To work that back into the story is perfect. Oh, and watch out, Hamilton and Young. Your orders just increased exponentially. I'm happy that we stayed in one place this episode. Fraser's Ridge is feeling like home. And we are all home again with Outlander. That's it for me. Later. All right, Denise, thank you so much. Thank you, darling. She was looking forward to this episode quite a bit, so I'm glad that she got a chance to talk about it. My darling, do you have any final thoughts on this episode? I thoroughly enjoyed it. Once again, we'll be talking about the trailer after this episode, this podcast episode, so at the very end after the music. But in regards to this episode, I really, I liked it. I mean, I, um, I was looking forward to this conversations between Lord John Gray and Claire, I loved, God, Sam Hewen like hit it out of the ballpark in this episode. Yes. Um, all props to him. So I don't think I've said that yet, but he blew me away with there his are, acting There chops. are like these great like moments as Jamie is looking on Willie where he's like, wow, that's my When kid. Willie doesn't recognize him. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Oh my gosh. And I just love that Lord John Gray was like pretty much saying what a lot of us feel like, you know, I love Jamie. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he's with you because you make him happy, but dang. I could have had him. I could have had him. Didn't, though. Oh, shade. <laughs> I loved I, how Claire was like, you can, you should stop talking. Yeah, <laughs> just stop talking. Yeah. And, and then she's like, because you need your rest. But no, it was just stop talking, bro. Yeah. Stop talking. And you know, there was also this other great bit between Willie and Jamie that I, actually was my favorite part between the two, which was when Willie says, why didn't you introduce me? Like, since you, If you already knew me, why didn't you just tell me? And Jamie looks out and he goes, "I didn't can. Like I, I, I just don't know. I don't. I don't know why I didn't say anything. I, like that's like coming from a dad. Like sometimes you know you're supposed to have all the answers. Well, you're supposed to have all the answers, no. even if you got to make it up. You got to no. have the yes. That's a dad rule. That's no. dad rule number one. That's a silly dad rule. Hey, it is what it is, kid. I don't make them. I just I just abide by him. This is why I'm the boss. So <laughs> you are the boss. Uh, so you got to have all the answers. And I thought that was a good. I thought that was the one true, genuine moment between the two of them where I was like, "Wow, that kind of blew me away." Where he just I I don't know. And and did it look to you like Willie just like 
he was always eating like <laughs> like a sour apple apple candy like all the time. Yeah, but on the flip side, like this is a young boy, a yeah. young boy who's just lost his mother, had to move multiple times recently. Yeah. Probably had to leave his best friend, probably lost his snake. He's probably mad like thanks Jamie for bringing that up as my favorite thing. I used to cuddle it at night and now it's lost. Mm-hmm. He's just a little crappy and I just I feel bad for the kid. And he got sucked by leeches and then his dad gets the measles. <laughs> he probably is riding home saying America sucks. Get me out of here, dude. Why are we here? <laughs> Why are we here? And these people pretend they don't even know me. So, this place sucks. So his mother died and and they're in the Americas. Be- and they've moved a million times. Yeah, and and I think they're going to stay here, I guess, now in, in America. Well, his real mother died. Then his adoptive mother died. Right, that's what I'm saying. So, like, are, 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 is Lord John just, like, done with England? We're heading over to the United States? Or we're heading over to the colonies now? Listen, man. They're on a horse. That's all I can tell you. They're just uh, on a horse going somewhere. <laughs> and uh, for my final thought, uh, you know, it's funny. I feel that it's a little funny that this episode comes at this part of the season. It's a little we, bit funny. We are now halfway done with the with the season. Yeah. We are halfway done without. Yes, Lando. you are. That is it. And we should be getting so our so much ground needs to be covered. I know, and that, that's what I'm just about <laughs> to say. We should be getting our main conflict right now. Which is why this Lord John Gray Murta stuff is going to play a much bigger role, since that's what right. they have like l- really laid down, which is going to be so interesting because, as I said, it's not something that's in the books. Right. So I because there's a I lot just, of stuff that has not come yet that's in this book. I feel like we, well, I feel like what we've done is we've taken like the deep breath before yes. all of the garbage comes. You this know, this is like when you go to the grocery store before the blizzard and you get all the bread and milk. Yeah. <laughs> Are you all stocked the bread up? And milk. Do you need some more? It's is it as pale as Lord John Gray? If it's not, go back. <laughs> Get new milk. Get new milk. Get six bottles of milk for, <laughs> for no reason. For all the French toast. <laughs> all right. um, but I feel like yeah, this is the big. This is the big yeah. deep breath beforehand, and um, I hope and I imagine that we're going to be getting our our main conflict next episode. We have to. If if we don't. This this aside, this step aside will be a little weird. Um, it felt very episodic. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it felt like um, it felt like this 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 season so far. As we take measure of where we are, each episode has felt very episodic. Like you know, we had the stuff with. Um, Listen, you've said episodic so much. I'm getting bored of the word. Oh my god! Fine, fine, fine. Can we move on from that word. Yes, land the plane, from Helen. The, from the first episode. Yep. We had the stuff with Stephen Bonnet. The second episode was we, the second episode was uh, River Run. The third episode was uh, what was it? The Highland Games. It was it was the Highland Games. Roger and Bree. The fourth episode was Common Ground, where they get the land. The fifth episode was dealing with the savages, and now this episode is dealing with Lord John. It, it's all there hasn't been like, it's all been very, like I don't want I don't want to say episodic. It's just been very it's like, like a chapter. It's it, yeah. It's a, it. It doesn't feel like there's like just wait, all buddy. connective tissue. Just listen. This which is, is which is weird. It's okay. They're just prepping for the storm, all oh, right? You right. got to get the milk and the eggs and the bread first, and then you can make French toast. Okay, here we go. So you ready for the Outlandish Theory of the Week? I've been ready for five minutes. Why <laughs> you been talking about episodic? <laughs> Fine. Okay, so 
this to me screams. There's no way they're just going to have Lord John just be in one freaking episode. It and they, like he just shows up and leaves, and there's a nice bow, and everything's happy and pretty. We're moving on. Okay, he is going to be back. He is absolutely going to be back, and and I bet he's the one who runs into Brianna when she comes back. And I say that because Bree will be coming from Scotland, and more than likely will be headed to a major port. And since she knows that her family is in South Carolina, or I'm sorry, North Carolina, the the closest major port that would be coming from Scotland would be Virginia. And where does where is Lord John ended up going to be? In Virginia. That's what he says. And I feel like that's, again, where the closest port will be. I don't think it's a coincidence that Claire lays down the business with Lord John about Culloden and how it stole Jamie and she away from raising their child together. And so, wouldn't you know, Bree shows up in Virginia and, like it is wont to do in Outlander, people run into each other all the time. People, people just, disappear. People disappear all the time. No, but it, like these coincidences happen all the time. And I guarantee you, Bree runs into Lord John and Lord John has to like take her under his wing and uh and somehow some way um find that oh my god it's uh it's it's Brianna Fraser it's it's Jamie's daughter I can go help Jamie maybe this will get me in his good graces and that is my outlandish theory of the week my darling what do you got for me an interesting that was that was a heavy interesting yep that was a heavy interesting yep well, Charlie believes me. Please hang up and try again. Okay, so final thoughts. No, we already got. The, we already did our final thoughts. Oh, sorry, confused. <laughs> Let's talk about the giveaways. There we go. Our giveaways. Actually, uh, it is the same giveaway for OutlanderCastClan.com and OutlanderCastGiveaway.com. They are any three bar soap set of your choice from Caswell Massey. Gosh, they're so good. They're so they're good. They're so good. So, and it's a $29 value. Again, it is a three bar soap set. Any one of them that they have on caswellmassey.com mm-hmm. of the three bar soap set, uh, you can get them there and just go to either outlandercastclan.com or outlandercastclangiveaway.com and you will find them there. My darling, are you yes. ready to close this bad boy out? I sure am. Are you ready to like be at the peak center of this season? Because I am, and if we're you, there, oh, seriously, <laughs> like we're here. So I'm, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm ready to like ride this amazing roller coaster down with you. And I would highly, highly recommend that you pencil in January 27th to come join us here in Rhode Island for the Outlander Cast finale party for season four. Even if you don't know, if it's a little dream, if it's a little dream, dream a little dream of me, okay, and Blake. <laughs> Because we would love to see you. We would love to experience the finale with you. We're going to be having so many wonderful things at this party. It'll be a party that you'll never forget. So please, start to talk about things, make arrangements. And as we said, everything's going to be like laid out for you really, really soon. But we can tell you it's definitely in Rhode Island on Sunday, January 27th. We would love for you to come. You mainly want to come for the t-shirt. 
because I have a special t-shirt planned, just like how I did last year. Everyone loved the t-shirt, and now we're going to have another t-shirt, and it's going to be one of a kind. Oh my goodness. It's going to be one of a kind. (sighs) I'm so excited about it. For those of you who can't come, don't worry. We will be having the podcast taped and as our regular episodes if you live far, far away. Don't worry. Can't get the t-shirt, You're though. there in spirit. <laughs> You're there in spirit. So you can find us, of course, all over the interwebs. We already told you. Just search Outlander Cast. We would love for you to check out our website, outlandercast.com, because in addition to these podcast episodes, we have an amazingly talented team of writers from around the world who write all about topics based upon Outlander. So if you haven't checked those out, we highly recommend that you do. And you can also contact us for our listener feedback episode that we do every single week. You can email us at outlandercast at gmail.com or you can go to outlandercast.com and click the little button that says engage and you'll be able to see the button where it says call us. You can reach us on the hotline uh, at 503-454-6730 or what I really prefer that you do is hit the button that says click here right next to where it says speak pipe. That will take uh, advantage of either your computer's microphone or your smartphone's microphone. And the audio is pissa. It it's is. wicked pissa. Okay, guys, we had this goal to get to 500 written reviews mm-hmm. by the end of the year. How are we doing? 487. Nah, no way. We got we more than 13. that. We need 13 of you. If we got you more than that. If you have not yet done I'm telling you, it says 487 nope, we got on more iTunes. Than that. We got what? more than that, I, I promise you. Oh, I hope so. It's 491. Okay, there's nine spots left to make our New Year's wish You're looking true. at an old review. <laughs> I. Oh, okay. Well, Good Pianist 91, I think I know who you are, says, Best Outlander Podcast. This podcast is my next favorite thing after the Outlander books and show. As soon as I watch a new episode of Outlander, I always wonder what Mary and Blake thought of it. Their chemistry as the co-host is through the roof with fun, insightful, and very funny at times conversation that covers everything. From the fangirling, fanboying of the story and its characters, as well as actors, to the smart analysis of the writing, directing, and many other sides and nuances of the show. Like the bad lighting in this episode. Slash the toe point. (laughs) The toe point. You're welcome. The happy place. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you so much, and thank you to everyone else who has written a review. Want to thank our patrons, all of you, for making all of this possible. Honestly, for as little as $2 a month, you get to be into those um, giveaways, those extra special Outlander Cast Clan giveaways. You get first access to the finale party you get all sorts of good things the after doc episodes and we want to thank the people who are at the highest levels they are associate producers angie carolyn celine cheryl diane heather jennifer lauren linda marilyn mary michelle patricia summer as well as our co-producers barbara carolyn christina Dana, Dieta, Janet, Keelan, Christy, oh Kirsty, sorry, Lisa, Liz, Marianne, Meredith, Raynal, Rita, Sharon, Sue, Tara, Tina, and Tracy, and last but certainly not least, our executive producers, Anne, Bobby, Jen, Martha, Peg, and Sarah. Thank you all so incredibly much for making Outlander Cast possible. On that note, my friends, until next time, I'm Mary Larson. My name is Blake. And you've been listening to Outlander Cast. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. 
At Stenge Law Firm, we represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stenge Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stenge Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stenge, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri.